0: do you hate your job of course you do so do liz and noah now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job
1: Welcome to another episode of when can I quit my job? My name is Noah. I'm joined as always by my lovely wife Liz How are you doing Liz?
0: Hey good so How are you? I'm
1: doing pretty great. I'm doing yeah. pretty great. I
0: know you you start you sort of started out there with like a hesitant or like a, a less energized Yeah, hello and well, welcome.
1: I think we are a little less energized today because we're wrapping up the holiday weekend so Tell everybody what your favorite holiday is.
0: Halloween, but we just we talked about that a last episode. I think. I know.
1: So well, let's give a recap of what our Halloween was like. What all did we do?
0: All right. Well, so we throw a party every year, or I have. Pretty much. Yeah. This is like my eleventh or twelfth annual Halloween party.
1: Halloween bash. Yep. Yep. So we had some folks over to our place. We did. Made some apple pie moonshine, which is a really simple recipe, and it tastes really great. I highly suggest it if you haven't tried it before. Um, yeah. And then... Well, and then... So that there was, was actual... That was last weekend. Right,
0: right. So then there was actual Halloween, which originally we were going to help our friends pass out candy, because mm-hmm. in our apartment we don't have trick-or-treating um we don't host anything and it's not set up that way for trick or treaters so they rent the bottom part of a duplex at a house in a neighborhood so we were going to go dress up but then the weather was so bad <laughs> that it was mm-hmm. postponed 2 days so instead of postpone. yeah postponed yes But we still decided to get together with our friends so we had dinner and then went back for drinks and then we also Mm. hung out with the same couple on the postponed trick-or-treating day which was yesterday yes last well for us as far as this recording so saturday night went to their house to pass out candy and got food and drinks <laughs> and so correct yeah am i missing some, anything
1: made some margaritas and watched some mm-hmm. ufc and that bullshit ending to the main event
0: yep, yep. talk about scary yeah <laughs> but yeah we've been watching tons of scary movies like every night mm-hmm. almost like before october 1st probably like starting the f- almost first day of fall is when we yeah. transition into a watching scary movies mm-hmm. um so yeah and then ufc fight lead at night but we had the daylight savings time so we kind oh, of yeah. got an extra hour of sleep sort of yeah anyway but with all of the extra sugar and food and celebrating today i'm a little bit like not feeling great
1: yeah <laughs> yeah it was a long week yep for sure so that's a part of uh. partial excuse for my lackluster introduction so Aww. deal with it i guess <laughs> <laughs> so um so i actually wanted to talk about today a little more in depth about uh selling our house yeah our reasoning behind it uh the well
0: because what did you realize today we were walking around and it's yeah. coming
1: up on two years since we sold our house which is crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, and I've mentioned it on here a couple times, uh, but it's something to definitely think about if you are a homeowner. Um, so, I think uh, I, my eyes were opened to it a little bit by uh, Grant Cardone podcast that I've mentioned on here before. Um and he basically said, you know, if you're if you're starting out financially um, and you have ambition to become wealthy, that you really have no business owning a house, and for a few reasons. Um, but that coupled with I had already had the seed planted in my mind from reading Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki that a house is not an asset like most people believe; it's actually a liability because it takes money from you now you can turn your house into an asset but we hadn't done that like you can right right you could own a duplex and rent out the other half or something in that case then your house is an asset but right for the majority of homeowners their house is a liability
0: which I'm sure we'd be argued on that point A lot Um, and I don't know if we've had that exact conversation with any of our friends who are homeowners exactly like
1: yeah I don't um, don't know not
0: an in-depth one but I feel like we'd we'd probably be at odds with a lot of people that are around us Um, and in fact one of our very good friends and his wife just bought a house they're gonna be moving into one so yep and he's a business owner too He's a small business Mm -hmm. owner Mm -hmm. like a franchise owner
1: yeah so your house i mean so i mean the day we sold our house it's when it became an asset i mean but at that point we didn't have it anymore but
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and we were lucky but it's not even like that for everybody yeah like yeah no
1: it's not depending on when you buy it when you sell it obviously that's a big part of it but um so grant cardone's reasoning basically is um if you're trying to become financially successful well one owning a house houses aren't very liquid I mean right now they are because of the market it's a seller's market still uh You know I'm no expert but I feel like that'll be changing before too long but how liquid a house is depends on the market so you know if you're if you're building especially if you're a business owner and you're looking you're open for opportunities and things like that um, you never know when that perfect opportunity is gonna strike and it might not always be in your hometown so it's kind of uh, it ties you down Um, and so that's one reason Uh, it's an anchor it can be an unwanted anchor depending on um, timing and other opportunities arising and things like that um it's uh a time suck so i think we experienced that quite a bit yeah. um you know raking mowing the lawn uh you i know how much you tell tell everybody how much you love uh weeding pulling mm. weeds oh <laughs> i
0: can't, no i i do not like weeding <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: um you know just yeah maintenance and upkeep maintenance and upkeep we painted all the rooms in our house we did the um we did the back deck we
0: right yeah we made some improvements we added yeah. a fence What well, we paid to have a fence at a privacy fence right added. and, and our did... house was relatively low maintenance even yeah yeah not not much property and
1: i had a lot of improve- improvements um, when we got it
0: yeah like it was and it was built in 1920 so it was old mm-hmm. but yeah lots of uh, cosmetic work had already been done and like updates and right Um and it wasn't very big yeah how many how much uh, not counting that the basement
1: like 1500 square feet
0: with basement or uh, I don't without. think that
1: included the basement
0: okay yeah so
1: no no it was including the basement uh, it was like 1100 square feet I believe
0: okay so we had a really nice basement. unfinished basement which is yeah. not included in square footage Right um, But it was like It was really nice um, Like in well-kept Not a scary Unfinished basement at all
1: Right and, um, and we loved our house
0: We did Yeah And it was a It was a cute like Little four-square Two-story house Three-bedroom mm-hmm. One-bath And then a toilet In the bath Or in the basement Um. So a lot I mean yeah We we totally loved it Loved the neighborhood mm-hmm. Um. Yeah Not even Too much upkeep But Wow yeah. So do you Enough en- did you want to talk about when you came home after you listened to the podcast?
1: Um. So, well, I'm not done. Oh, sorry. With the, so okay. it can also be when it can become a money pit. Uh-huh. Also, so uh-huh. we, I mean, we had you know over the five years we lived there, we probably ended up spending I don't know maybe five thousand dollars or something like that on just upkeep and repair, uh, and then our projects that were optional for improvement cost a lot more than that so um
0: but probably not much more i doubt the
1: fence we put in alone was five thousand dollars that's why i say that okay so So, but it was um, probably
0: less than ten thousand yeah
1: probably yeah you're right probably less than ten thousand but and and then to save money we did a lot of it by hand we installed floors upstairs we did all the painting ourselves we did the deck ourselves it so says a lot of hours too and we did most of that before we had gotten serious about the land business so we had a lot more time and it was fun for the most part doing some of those stuff well that yeah stuff.
0: and we didn't know we were going to be moving so we wanted for, i mean as right. far as we knew we were staying there
1: Hey guys, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our first sponsor for the show. It's a product called Anywhere TV. Liz and I have had it in our house for a little over a week now. Basically what it amounts to is having access to anything you could want to watch ever. So any movie Any TV show Any channel you want to watch It's all on there All the movie channels Pay-per-view Live events uh, We've had it For the last week We love it It's portable You can move it From one TV to another You can take it with you On the road Works anywhere It's really an awesome service It's always updating Adding new channels It's not hard to install Very easy to operate You don't have to be A technological genius Drew Conley Will get you set up on it He's really easy to work with He's a great guy And you're going to like Working with him So if you have any questions Go to facebook and look up anywhere tv that's anywhere tv i highly encourage you to reach out to drew and get set up on anywhere tv today and let drew know we sent you now back to the show
0: maybe not forever or forever home but right i mean i don't think i had anticipated selling it when we did i'm i was very shocked which i know you'll get to that but like yeah but yeah no um we were doing those things um i mean for ourselves and because we wanted it to be nice and yeah nice for us and proud of our house and right we and we took pride in it so
1: we didn't have our side projects uh, our side businesses to consume our time too so we just had more free time and we weren't really using it um
0: to make more, yeah to make more money we were right. yeah yeah so, but anyway yeah so was yeah. there more um i think those are the so main the reasons pit, those are the main points okay. yeah. um
1: it ties you down it's not an asset it's a liability and uh yeah it can
0: it just takes money from you right and and the oh, time time. In time. The time yes yeah
1: so yeah i listened to that podcast and i thought a lot about it and as i said the seed had already been planted the house is not a liability or it is a liability not an asset and i was like you know it just makes so much sense plus uh the market was a seller's market and we had we stood to make some money if we sold it. Because when
0: we bought it, sorry to rewind, no, fine. Um, it was a buyer's market. Yes. So yeah. we actually there. It was the listed price, and we were able to get it for less than listed price. We were able yeah. to be like, "Would you take this?" The, and we knew.
1: So we knew personally our realtor uh, beforehand, and she personally knew the person selling our house. So it was just luck of the draw kind of thing, and. Um, So she said when we were getting ready to make an offer, she's like, she basically told us like, well, she already... She told me the bottom number that she can accept. And we're like, all right, let's do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we
1: didn't have to even have to use our brains and come up with an offer. She's right.
0: Like, well, and it was our first time buying a house. So mm-hmm. I think we were probably like, and, and she knew we were going to offer less because at that time where we were, when we were buying a house, that's what people mm-hmm. could do. We could offer less. So it was kind of like, yep. well, how much is like, you know, we don't want it to be insulting, but at the same time, like we can offer less. So I think we were kind of asking her a little bit, like for advice, and she was like, "If you offer her this much, she'll say yes. Yeah, like, she'll do it." So,
1: well, and it's kind of strange how we fell into we kind of fell into buying a house too, because at that point we lived in a duplex. So it was really nice. We really liked it, and it was a good area also. And just kind of on a whim, I think you decided to see what kind of loan you would be able to get for a house, which at the yeah. time they were giving a lot. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think so. Just for instance, you were making I think twenty three thousand dollars on salary at that point.
0: Yeah, something like tw- twenty three to tw- no more than twenty seven. Yeah, it was in the twenties. Pretty sure it was twenty three. Little baby but, salary.
1: Um, and they offered you have... up to eighty thousand dollars. I
0: think no, hundred thousand dollars. Really? Oh yeah, maybe even a little bit more. But yeah, it was definitely oh. I could have bought a hundred thousand dollar house, which that's crazy. Okay, so so and we have to put this in perspective too because this may not make any sense if you don't live in like Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh yeah. Because um, houses, houses are, are cheap here. So cheap. They're so cheap. So um, so I think what actually happened is so I got my job and then also just decided to look at houses randomly online. Mm, so okay. it was also like how much is a house cost nowadays? Yeah. So then that also led to oh and I have a real estate friend like what like what do i do how do i do this if i'm actually very interested and then i got pre-approved mm-hmm. for the like over a hundred thousand dollar house and so that yeah. just so i guess our listeners know houses that we were looking at were probably in the six. 60 to 80,000 range, right? Which was a lot like that's a lot of houses in Fort Wayne and a lot of areas. So, um, well, yeah. So, for instance, our house was on
1: the market for 68 and change. And as we said, it's so it's two story hardwood floors. I know, I
0: think it was 79, it was listed as 79 no are you sure no
1: it was listed for 68 something and we bought it for 64 or something hmm. I feel but like it was anyway all oh, right yeah Go um on. so yeah our house was two stories with an a very nice basement even though it wasn't technically finished um it was three bedroom one and a half bath uh off street parking uh garage one and a half
0: meaning toilet in the basement
1: Right. <laughs> so,
0: not not a formal one and yeah. A
1: half. Yeah. Um it had a deck, Detached it had garage. a porch. Sorry. Um and it was in really nice condition, It had a new roof. Uh nothing wrong with it. It looked really nice. And so yeah, and that was like under seventy thousand dollars at that point. When we sold it. What did we sell it for?
0: Ninety. I Ninety. Think. And we were gonna list it. Actually it was funny because our realtor who was a different realtor than who we bought the house with um we were talking numbers with him and I think we weren't gonna list it for maybe more than 80. I think we were gonna just I mean I remember talking numbers with him mm-hmm. and then when we had a buyer. I think we buyer, wanted
1: 85. I think that's what we ended up on.
0: Well whatever it was. Yeah. W- then it was like the people saw the house. It wasn't even and listed. It, was, it wasn't listed. Um, we'll
1: tell the story.
0: Well I knew someone at work at my work who was looking for a house and in the area in our neighborhood basically and i was like well hey like we're looking to sell i mean absolutely no pressure but you're welcome to look at our house if you want Mm -hmm. um because they had been looking and also now so fast forward like four five years it's not a buyer's market it's the seller's market so Mm -hmm. she and her now fiance are in the in the process of looking at houses and getting out bid because yeah because you have to bid more money yeah, so it'll, it's the, bidding a wars. house will go
1: a house will go up on the market for one day get multiple offers and you'll bid over the price the first day and not get the house
0: Yeah, so I mean again, it was really like a no pressure thing because I mean we knew our house would sell I was not worried about it selling But it was like if you're having an issue sure like take a look they went and made an offer like that night for 90 like Mm -hmm. We didn't I mean and then it was the smoothest Transaction our realtor had ever gone through everything went like clockwork because they were on it we didn't have to do anything. What since did
1: it take like three weeks or something like oh, that? Oh,
0: so fast! I don't, I don't even know. It, it was, was like a blink of an eye. It was but yeah. Like, yeah,
1: it was like yeah. So we, we decided to buy a house, and like within a month we moved into a house, and then we decided to sell our house, and within a month we moved into an apartment. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy.
0: Yeah, it was great. Like it was, it was really, pretty much both times. Like it was mm-hmm. a, a really great process for us. We yeah. were really lucky um or yeah. I'm just very thankful I yeah. guess. But anyway, so I don't
1: And we've been we've been so lucky like our first when we lived together first in that duplex, we loved the house, we loved the area and then it felt like when we moved, our house was even better, we liked the area even better and then we sold our house and we moved here and it's like we love our apartment and we're so close to everything downtown that like we love oh the God, area even better than it. where we just lived. Right. Like, right. So we just had the Midas touch when it comes to <laughs> housing here
0: yeah hopefully so yeah we um i don't know if you wanted to touch on this too when we decided to rent ultimately well or mm-hmm. i guess did you want to go back to when you asked me about selling oh, yeah
1: well and you know, i think i've talked about it real briefly on here before but yeah i basically came home i explained my reasoning to you i said i listened to a co- podcast today like how do you feel i think i texted you before i came home as i said maybe something like how do you feel about the possibility of maybe selling our house, and you said you. I think you basically said I'm open to it. And then, um, is that not sound yeah. right?
0: Well, was it the same day? Yeah. Okay. I just don't remember that. Oh, okay. It could have happened. Yeah. I don't remember that <laughs> it detail. Sounds good. Yeah.
1: Um, but
0: I thought you came home, and that was the first time I heard you say you it. You might seriously. be right.
1: You might be right. So
0: the text to me. It's made up. S- no, it could have happened like way earlier. Oh. Like a you know i mean weeks or months earlier oh but like then maybe didn't go anywhere anyway go on
1: but yeah so i basically when i saw you after work i kind of just gave you all the best reasons like um it would help inject money into our business which we had started to kind of focus on at that point um We wouldn't be tied down because we probably are still looking at moving out of Fort Wayne possibly in the next three to five years. Hey guys, I just want to take a quick second and share with you a new project I just put together. This is a compilation of angry voicemails set to some epic music. I think you'll enjoy the sample. I think you'll enjoy the full thing even more.
0: Yeah, I received some sort of a purchase agreement. You sent us an offer for $450? You guys send me a fucking thing about my property. Property. Looks like a scam. We will sell this land when we are good and ready to sell this
1: land. So I'm pretty proud of this project. At the time I told Liz it was the greatest thing I've ever done. You'll definitely want to hear the full version on our Patreon page. Go check it out. Now back to the show kind of time frame and um and our house had become an unwanted time suck for us um you know yard work is always a chore and we um we weren't at a point where we were willing to pay someone to do all the yard work for us yet and um so yeah just to
0: lose some responsibility yeah
1: yeah so get our time back and get some money for doing it why not like and plus the timing of the market like it was such a great time to sell and you were just totally like i love that idea yeah and no I hesitation did not expect it all for it all about it, it yeah was great. i thought i was i thought that i was gonna have a fight on my hands at which point i didn't even know if it was worth getting in a fight over so i was probably just gonna I probably was just gonna kowtow to do whatever you were gonna say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you care about me so much. I do. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it was all. I'll let you
1: ruin our financial future. (laughs) Oh. You just (laughs) love me. I do. Um.
0: So no, yeah, it was all about it. It was great. It it all made sense. And we haven't looked back. And no, I get questions all the time. Yeah, about if we still like renting. Yeah, and I think some people oh, so good. are
1: confused by it, like our friends, and then maybe our some of my, like maybe my dad and mm-hmm. um, maybe even my brothers. And, well, sure. maybe maybe they think I'm stupid. I don't know. <laughs> no, some people think we're stupid. I like, well,
0: they, I don't think they think that. I, maybe they just question it. Well, people because think, we yeah, could always buy, buy a rent, house again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so
1: yeah because if you pay rent it's going to something if you pay or sorry if you pay a mortgage it's going to something if you pay rent it's not that's the thought but um so our rent here is double what our mortgage was basically but the time freedom it's given us makes up for it plus like not that i'm telling anybody to play the market or anything like that but we bought low and sold high and that makes a huge difference too and if we wait you know Yes, okay. If I we stayed there, let's say we stayed there and our $500 a month was still going toward the mortgage, which meant we had more um invested in it and we theoretically could have gotten more out when we sold it. Well, let's say we waited 3 years to sell it and the market took a huge dip. I mean, what's that $500 a month going for if we're going to sell it for $30,000 less than we just sold it for? You know what I mean? Like Right. So timing is a huge factor too where you feel like paying money on a mortgage is an asset like you're building how much you have invested in that if if you pay the mortgage all the way off and then your house is worth nothing what kind of asset do you have there i mean you know what i mean so it's it's a false equivalent equivalency to think that every 500 you pay toward the mortgage is 500 worth that you'll be able to get out uh because it's all based on the market yeah so um so right now we have like $1,100 a month that we're not paying towards a mortgage, but we also don't have to worry yeah. about the value of our apartment dipping. Right. And when the market does dip, um, you know, we'll be sitting here able to make the choice if we want to look at buying another house again.
0: Yeah, that's true. So. And we don't have a yard to keep up, which, I mean, exactly. maybe for some people that's like a. A sad thing, <laughs> yeah. But for us, it's not, and we have parks right near us, like walking distance. It's all, oh, yeah. Um, Restaurants, some, bars, everything. Yeah. So, well, I meant as far as like we don't have a, a backyard, but we have a, oh a porch. yeah, yeah. Or I mean, we sure. have a um a park.
1: Well, and we've taken ourselves oh. even more out of the busy work since we've gotten here. We got a Roomba, yeah, which we do, um, which helps keep sweeps it clean. our floors for us. So that takes us out of that. We have a dishwasher uh we started doing laundry service it's like 20 bucks per load and it, um
0: per we, per huge bag which might giant i don't bag, even yeah. know what um, might not be one it's probably so we a couple pretty loads. much
1: on, on laundry we spend probably less or the same as we did before when we did our own laundry yeah. so that's a no-brainer um then we our daughter does a couple chores here and there dusts and things like that so like our our time investment into things involving the house is like Dropped to almost zero now which is awesome Yeah So we can focus on more important things And it making seems, money
0: it, To me it feels so worth it That extra yeah. money that we're spending To be here Yeah Versus in the house and having the responsibility Um, And not because we have an issue with responsibility But we can do other things that make us money Versus just like right. Taking care of our house Right So it's not like we're trying to rid ourselves of all responsibility that's not exactly the point um right but we have other things that in our mind it's need not to responsibility take priority.
1: we're getting rid of it's time consumption yeah yeah so, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah any other thoughts
0: hmm. i don't know so well you do see the possibility to buy a house in the future oh for sure yeah why is that
1: Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. Um, I mean, if you buy a house for like half what you think it's worth because the market's bad, then at that point you can think of it at least much more like an asset. Um, like I said, I'm not trying to play the market or anything like that, but I'm much more open to buying a house if I think it's undervalued. Um, and I just think eventually we'll have a house. It might not be while we're here in Fort Wayne, but, um, I mean, if we had $8 million in the bank, do you think we would, I don't know, maybe we would live in an apartment. I, I can't know. say for sure, but well, I, it I'm probably to depends
0: it. on the location. Like, you might be able to have a house in places that there's not apartments, so it could be a location thing. Oh, our ideal right. true. location. Yeah. Well, like we've talked about living in the mountains, and right. there may not be apartments in the mountains.
1: <laughs> right. That's true. So
0: maybe we'd have That's to buy. That's true. A house By the time we buy a house,
1: <laughs> though, I, I mean, I think I don't know. I'd like to be at the point financially where we're having we're outsourcing our maintenance (laughs) yeah
0: well we talked about that too so that's a little bit of our our wild dreams
1: yeah exactly so
0: no I good talk good talk about the house
1: yeah I'm sure we'll have another episode if we buy a house (laughs) (laughs) but it's not gonna be anytime soon so all right I
0: guess I I don't know well maybe we should pose a question what's that to the listeners well I mean I don't know like their thoughts we still like don't get a whole lot of thoughts from people on social media or Mm -hmm. email so if there's thoughts about this questions um, or you know if you disagree with us and why if you tell us
1: why we're dumb pieces of shit
0: yeah we'd love to hear from you (laughs) so (laughs) yeah
1: yeah check us out on all the places and uh, make sure you're telling your friends about us and stuff Um, we're trying to grow so we can get some hire not not say anything uh, disparaging about any of the people we've had on here or anything like that but you know we're trying to always uh, get
0: grow our circle of influence so exactly. We need... exactly yeah we need anyway yeah.
1: so that's our Good story talk. about our house yay happy belated halloween and uh we'll talk to you next monday Hey, okay. Bye. Bye, quit heads. Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting WhenCanIQuitMyJobShow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.